Today is the 11th of July, 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. It's a lovely day here in Yorkshire. Well, it is on the day I'm recording this, because if you're listening to this, then we're away. We're down in Wales again, the lovely Pembrokeshire. But the day I record this, it's lovely and sunny. Anyway, my name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship. And if you're joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture, and music. So having explained how it works, let's start today's leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. Let's pray, shall we? O God, from whom every good gift arrives, we gather to worship you this day. You are an awesome God, greater than our comprehension or our imagination. You are beyond any word we could ever use to describe you. And yet, through Jesus, we know the intimacy of your vast love. We have come to you in thanksgiving and praise to know that you are God and to place our lives anew into your perspective. Enlarge our vision during this time with your word. Instill in us again your hope in place of our despair, your peace where our hatred threatens, your joy amidst our depression your love overwhelming our apathy. May your Holy Spirit surround and fill us now and forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we read about David's victories. And Paul encourages Timothy not to be ashamed of the gospel but we'll see you on the other side.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Loving God, open our eyes. Open our eyes to the lamp to our feet and our light to our path, that we may see where you would have us go. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, and we're beginning today with 2 Samuel chapter 7. When the king had settled into his palace, and the Lord had given him rest on every side from all his enemies, the king said to Nathan the prophet, Look, I am living in a cedar house, while the ark of God sits inside tent curtains. So Nathan told the king, Go and do all that is on your heart, for the Lord is with you. But that night the word of the Lord came to Nathan. Go to my servant David and say, This is what the Lord says. Are you to build me a house for me to live in? From the time I bought the Israelites out of Egypt until today, I have not lived in a house. Instead, I have been moving around with a tent as my dwelling. In all my journeys with all the Israelites, have I ever asked anyone among the tribes of Israel, whom I commanded to shepherd my people Israel, Why haven't you built me a house of cedar? Now this is what you are to say to my servant David. This is what the Lord of hosts says. I took you from the pasture and from following the sheep to be a ruler over my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before you. I will make a name for you like that of the greatest in the land. I will establish a place for my people Israel and plant them, so that they may live there and not be disturbed again. Evildoers will not afflict them as they have done ever since the day I ordered the judges to be over my people Israel. I will give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord declares to you, the Lord himself will make a house for you. When your time comes and you rest with your fathers, I will raise up after you your descendant who will come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be a father to him, and he will be a son to me. When he does wrong, I will discipline him with a human rod and with blows from others. But my faithful love will never leave him as I removed it from Saul. I removed him from your way. Your house and kingdom will endure before me forever, and your throne will be established forever. Nathan spoke all these words and this entire vision to David. Then King David went in and sat in the Lord's presence and said, Who am I, Lord God? And what is my house that you have brought me this far? What you have done so far was a little thing to you, Lord God, for you have also spoken about your servant's house in the distant future. And this is a revelation for mankind, Lord God. What more can David say to you? You know your servant, Lord God, because of your word and according to your will, you revealed all of these great things to your servant. This is why you are great, Lord God. There is no one like you, and there is no God besides you, as all we have heard confirms. And who was like your people Israel? God came to one nation on earth in order to redeem a people for himself, to make a name for himself, and to perform for them great and awesome acts, driving out nations and their gods before your people. You redeemed yourself from Israel. You established your people Israel to be your own people forever, and you, Lord, have become their God. Now, Lord God, fulfill the promise forever that you have made to your servant and your house. Do as you have promised, so that your name will be exalted forever, 
when it is said, The Lord of hosts is God over Israel. The house of your servant David will be established before you, since you, Lord of hosts, God of Israel, have revealed this to your servant when you said, I will build a house for you. Therefore your servant has found the courage to pray this prayer to you. Lord God, you are God. Your words are true and you have promised this grace to your servant. Now please bless your servant's house so that it will continue before you forever. For you, Lord God, have spoken. And with your blessing, your servant's house will be blessed forever. After this, David defeated the Philistines, subdued them, and took Metheg Ammah from Philistine control. He also defeated the Moabites, and after making them lie down on the ground, he measured them off with a cord. He measured every two cord lengths of those to be put to death, and one length of those to be kept alive. So the Moabites became David's subject and bought tribute. David also defeated Hadadezer, son of Rehob, king of Zobah, who went to restore his control at the Euphrates River. David captured 1,700 horsemen and 20,000 foot soldiers from him, and he hamstrung all the horses and kept a hundred chariots. When the Aramaeans of Damascus came to assist King Hadadezer of Zobah, David struck down 22,000 Aramean men. Then he placed garrisons in Aram of Damascus, and the Aramaeans became David's subject and bought tribute. The Lord made David victorious wherever he went. David took the gold shields of Hadadezer's officers and brought them to Jerusalem. King David also took huge quantities of bronze from Beta and Barathai, Hadadezer's cities. When King Toy of Hamath heard that David had defeated the entire army of Hadadezer, he sent his son Joram to King David to greet him and to congratulate him because David had fought against Hadadezer and defeated him. For Toy and Hadadezer had fought many battles. Joram had items of silver, gold and bronze with him. King David also dedicated these to the Lord. Along with the silver and gold he dedicated from all the nations he subdued. From Edom, Moab, the Ammonites, the Philistines, the Amalekites and the spoil of Hedidazar, son of Rahab, king of Zobah. David made a reputation for himself when he returned from striking down 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. He placed garrisons throughout Edom and all the Edomites were subject to David. The Lord made David victorious wherever he went. So David reigned over all Israel, administering justice and righteousness for all his people. Joab, son of Zariah, was over the army. Jehoshaphat, son of Ahulad, was court historian. Zadok, son of Ahutib, and Ahimelech, son of Abiathar, were priests. Sariah was court secretary. Benaniah, son of Jehoiada, was over the Cherethites, and the Pelethites, and David's sons were chief officials. 1 Chronicles 17 When David had settled into his palace, he said to Nathan the prophet, Look, I am living in a cedar house while the ark of the Lord's covenant is under tent curtains. So Nathan told David, Do all that is on your heart, for God is with you. But that night the word of God came to Nathan, Go to David my servant and say, This is what the Lord says. You are not the one to build me a house to dwell in. From the time I brought Israel out of Egypt until today, I have not lived in a house. Instead, I have moved from tent to tent and from tabernacle to tabernacle. In all my travels throughout Israel, 
Have I ever spoken a word to even one of the judges of Israel whom I commanded to shepherd my people, asking, Why haven't you built me a house of cedar? Now this is what you will say to my servant David. This is what the Lord of hosts says. I took you from the pastures and from following the sheep to be ruler over my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before you. I will make a name for you like that of the greatest in the land. I will establish a place for my people Israel and plant them, so they may live there and not be disturbed again. Evildoers will not continue to oppress them as they formerly have ever since the day I ordered judges to be over my people Israel. I will also subdue all your enemies. Furthermore, I declare to you that the Lord himself will build a house for you. When your time comes to be with your fathers, I will raise up after you as your descendant, who is one of your own sons, and I will establish his kingdom. He will build a house for me, and I will establish his throne forever. I will be a father to him, and he will be a son to me. I will not take away my faithful love for him as I took it away from the one who was before you. I will appoint him over my house and my kingdom forever, and his throne will be established forever. Nathan reported all of these words and this entire vision to David. Then King David went in and sat in the Lord's presence and said, Who am I, Lord God? And what is my house that you have brought me this far? This was a little thing for you, God. For you have spoken about your servant's house in the distant future. You regard me as a man of distinction, Lord God. What more can David say to you for honouring your servant? You know your servant. Lord, you have done all this greatness, making known all these great promises because of your servant and according to your will. Lord, there is no one like you, and there is no God besides you, as all we have heard confirms. And who is like your people Israel? God, you came to one nation on earth to redeem a people for yourself, to make a name for yourself through great and awesome works by driving out nations before your people. You redeemed them from Egypt. You made your people Israel your own people forever, and you, Lord, have become their God. Now, Lord, let the word that you have spoken concerning your servant and his house be confirmed forever, and do as you have promised. Let your name be confirmed and magnified forever in the saying, Yahweh of hosts. The God of Israel is God of over Israel. May the house of your servant David be established before you. Since you, my God, have revealed to your servant that you will build him a house, your servant has found courage to pray in your presence. Yahweh, you are indeed God, and you have promised this good thing to your servant. So now you have been pleased to bless your servant's house that it may continue before you forever. For you, Lord, have blessed it, and it is blessed forever. 2 Timothy 1 Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by God's will, for the promise of life in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy and peace from God the Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. I thank God whom I serve with a clear conscience as my ancestor did, when I constantly remember you in my prayers night and day. Remembering your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy, clearly recalling your sincere faith, that first lived in your grandmother Lois, then in your mother Eunice, and that I am convinced is in you also. 
Therefore, I remind you to keep ablaze the gift of God that is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fearfulness, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. So don't be afraid of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Instead, share in the suffering for the gospel, relying on the power of God. He has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. This has now been made evident through the appearing of our Saviour Jesus Christ, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. For this gospel I was appointed a herald, apostle and teacher, and this is why I suffer these things. But I am not ashamed, because I know the one I have believed in, and am persuaded that he is able to guard what has been entrusted to me until that day. Hold on to the pattern of sound teaching that you have heard from me in the faith and love that is in Christ Jesus. God through the Holy Spirit who lives in us, the good things entrusted to you. This you know. All those in Asia have turned away from me, including Phygelus and Hermogenes. May the Lord grant mercy on the household of Onesphorus, because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. On the contrary, when he was in Rome, he diligently searched for me and found me. May the Lord grant that he obtained mercy from him on that day. And you know very well how much he ministered at Ephesus. Psalm 125, a song of ascents. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. It cannot be shaken, it remains forever. Jerusalem, the mountains surround her, and the Lord surrounds his people both now and forever. The scepter of the wicked will not remain over the land allotted to the righteous, so that the righteous will not apply their hands to injustice. Do what is good, Lord God, to the good to those whose hearts are upright. But for those who turn aside to crooked ways, the Lord will banish them with the evildoers. Peace be with Israel. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that may just have caught our attention. And after music, we'll say our prayers for the day and the time of the year.
before we say our prayer for the day and the time of the year, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray with you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email. Check the show notes for all the contact details because there are links in the show notes. If you click on the link, it'll take you to where you need to get to. But let's pray, shall we? Lord our God, our Father in heaven and on earth, we ask you to bless us, your children, for we want to be your children and nothing else. We want to have our joy and delight in knowing that we belong to you, the Almighty God, who began and who will complete redemption on earth through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Bless your word in us. Give us courage in suffering and distress, for we are allowed to serve you in all circumstances, even when we find it bitterly hard. Your name shall be honored in us. Your kingdom shall come. As surely as the earth endures, everything shall happen in accordance with your will, on earth as in heaven. Amen. And our prayer for the time of the year. Father, as I adventure with you today, be the compass that guides me, the light that shines on my path, the only one I follow. As I adventure with you today, be the word that encourages the hand that reaches out every time I stumble. As I adventure with you today, let me glimpse our destination and appreciate the places through which you lead me. As I adventure with you today, be the strength I need to follow, and as the day draws to a close, let me rest in your embrace. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.